Hey guys, and welcome to the Life at Smythe podcast. As we step into Core Values Month, what better way to celebrate with a little Smythe TED Talk with some of our very own inspiring leaders from the firm. Take a jog down memory lane with me, your host, Nguyen Nguyen, as we delve into the passions and the determination of each individual's journey and gather some golden nuggets to their path to success. But most importantly, what does each core values represent and mean for them and the firm? Well, buckle up, friends. Time for a deep dive session and maybe a little to maybe a lot of banter as we immerse into the life at Smart Culture. I hope you enjoy this mini-series. Okay. Hi, Kevin. Thank you so much for helping me out on this um, podcasting episode um, in celebration of our core value rewarding this week. So um, I have been informed that you have been with the company for quite some time, you know, probably longest tenure. So I thought, like, you know, why not reach out to you to get some, I guess, golden nuggets and learn a bit about your journey with the company and also, you know, uh, what kind of advice you can also bestow on um, us young professionals. So I guess we would like to kind of get to know you, you know, learn a bit about your background and your history and whatnot. And my first question is, um, tell me a bit about yourself, Kevin. Like, who was young Kevin Nishi and what really inspired you to embark on, I guess, your profession in getting to the accounting industry? Okay, Nung. Well, my when, one of my first jobs was I was actually working in the maintenance department at the Vancouver Lawn Tennis and Badminton Club. And that started in high school and went into university. And of course, in high school, you meet a fair number of affluent people um, that you look up to them because it was a, a fairly exclusive private club. And it gave me the opportunity to meet a number of accountants. And they suggested to me that accounting provides a huge opportunity to do a lot of different things. Um, person I, one of the people I talked to was one of the senior partners at um, Ernst & Young at that time. Oh, wow. Okay, and, was. Yeah, and, and he gave me some background and amongst a, a whole bunch of others. So, you know, going from high school into university, I decided to go into the co-op program in accounting. Okay. And so from early university at SFU, it gave me a chance to really experience what public practice was like and what the accounting profession was. So oh, it all started back then. And um, I, I joined uh, a small firm, um, worked for one and a half co-op semesters, found out that uh, Smythe was a great firm and oh. was actually the first co-op student to change firms midstream. Wow, so you made history in a sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's where it all started. You decided to switch over and stuck around. For how long have you been with the company for? Can't count the years, it's too many. Uh, I started in about February 1987. Okay, yep, <laughs> way before our time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess, like, um, you know, the Accountants do have a stereotype, you know, people have this idea about the accounting industry or, you know, for example, um, a lot of my friends did law and commerce um, back from home. So my idea was just like my friends are very good at math. Are the stereotypes in, uh, of accountants true, like back in the day or and today? Like, what are your thoughts? Actually, I think the, the stereotype is completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> good, we just busted a myth. Yeah. And why is that? Well, you know, it, it, it goes back to my days at the, the lawn tennis club where, you know, I was told that there's a whole bunch of opportunity. 
And, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of us that we, we stay in public practice, we go into industry, and it opened the door to several different things. And, of course, myself staying in public practice, um, right after I got my CA, I got my CBV. And we were a very informal two-people person uh, or group at that time. And we didn't have anything like our formal advisory group today. So we, we did some different things and um, really, whether it was accounting, auditing, dealing with clients, uh, valuation, the the numbers part of it was probably about a third of my day. Really? I don't know, because um, I did do a few accounting courses back in high school and I could never balance the balance sheet. So for me, that was my excuse, I'm bad at math. But okay, and what is the other percentage apart from like, the numbers is only a small percentage, but what is uh, what are the rest? You know, the, the biggest part, two-thirds, is really communication. Mm. We, we, we tend to deal with clients as a partner. Um, we deal with staff, managers. Um, a lot of it is, is oral, verbal. Mm-hmm. And we do so much of it in writing that that's absolutely critical. And especially during my valuation days, the, the valuations were a lot simpler than our advisory group prepare now. The numbers part of it was a simple part of a report. The the mm-hmm. writing of the report and dealing with lawyers, that was the complicated part. Wow, okay. So I had a total misconception. I know that accountants party pretty hard as well. I've been to a few <laughs> accounting ceremonies and parties. So for me, I was like, okay, did not expect that. Um, I guess, you know, throughout your, your career, what were the challenges that you face and, you know, what kind of mindset kind of helped you push through your, I guess, progression throughout these years? Well, you know, when I started with Smythe, we were, uh, Smythe was a small firm. Um, I think there were 12 or 14 partners at the day. Uh, there were a total of maybe 40 staff. And so wow. we, were, we were really minor compared to what we are today. Um, every aspect of practice was a lot different than it is now. And as a small firm back then, it was somewhat of a challenge to um, move up through because we had people that were really vying for fewer number of positions. Mm, I see. And, you know, progressing up to become a, a manager and a partner. You know, even as a, when I became a partner in 1996, we were still a small firm of maybe 50 or 60 people. 12 or 14 partners and um, a small firm like that is somewhat challenging in order to, how do you grow it? Mm. And so that, that opportunity to be a part of the growth of this firm and see what it is today is absolutely incredible. Wow. Okay. And I guess like to come off from that, what kind of mindset really help you to keep that focus and um, I guess, stay until this expansion is happening and it's still happening today. You know, I, I think with everything everybody does, there's uh, a lot of people have always said that it takes three things and it's hard work, luck, and be smart. Okay, yep. <laughs> hard, hard, work, hard, hard work and smart are people that are traits that people have. Mm. And, and it's a discipline to be hardworking when mm-hmm. you're really challenged with the road ahead of you. Yeah, that is true. But, mm-hmm. but if you start, stick with the hard work and the smart, 
you create the luck. It, it, it's mm. that opportunity to, to create an opportunity for yourself down the road or for what you're working with. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that, you won't have luck. I see. Okay. Luck just doesn't appear sometimes. Hey, and I think that's what we forget. Like, you know, um, ideally for myself as well, like um, sometimes I'll be like, okay, wanting to give up. But then I do remember that, you know, you can't just wait there manifest things because you actually have to put the work and just do it, you know, to get yourself somewhere. So I guess with the smart element of things, like um, you did mention like for the beginning of your career, it was surrounding yourself around the right people and stuff or not like how else would you know would you kind of advise you know the young professionals in regards to the smart element of you know, combining with hard work you know anybody that's with us today is mm. smart yeah what what i think differentiates some people is uh, suki said it at the agm the other day it's wanting to learn mm. Yep. And, you know, it, it, it's a difference in people that want to learn, want to progress. Uh, you progress because you want to. Yep. And you have to take that own initiative. It's not something that everybody can hand with. Yeah, that is all very true. So, like, considering like being with the company for so long and seeing its drastic changes, expansion, and, you know, um, being there through the challenging times also, Obviously, you stayed here because you resonate with the core values of what the company stands for, um, ideally for you professionally and also personally. Um, I just want to know, what does the core value rewarding uh, mean to you on a personal and, uh, I guess, uh, career kind of level as well? You know, Nung, I think you hit it on the head in that, you know, like I said earlier, we were a small firm. Mm -hmm. Um, We had... Uh, people that were vying for different positions and there was probably less opportunity. Mm-hmm. The, the way this firm has progressed over the years and um, it's really, really changed so that there's such an abundance of opportunity for anything that anybody wants to do. It's it's really out there and all it takes is anybody to show the initiative to want to make a change. Mm. And I think that's that's one of the biggest things that that changed within our firm, even even with public companies. Yeah. As a young partner, I, I knew we had to develop the public company group because that's what the partners de- decided at the retreat. Mm-hmm. And I knew Rick Henshaw was in his early sixties, and Rick and Kevin were the two public company partners, so we had to figure out how to work. Mm-hmm. And it was that point in time that I, I had a chat with Larry as our managing partner and said to him, I think we should go out and buy a practice. And I'm sure he was humoring me to a large degree. Yeah. And I found a practice and it's something that worked out extremely well. And, you know, our younger partners today, like Suki and Hervey, all knew Ross from back in those days. Yep. And it, it's worked out to be very successful for us. And it was really the start of trying something different, mm-hmm. new. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of work for quite a few years. But it, it created success and opportunity. And um, when, our, when our public company group was successful, it created opportunity for others. And it created the name of Smythe within town. And it, it really has resulted in what we are today. 
we have so many more young, dynamic yeah. partners, professionals, um, so much more structure here. There's, there's opportunity for anybody to take advantage and create their own path. Wonderful. So definitely a rewarding pathway. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. One of the oldest guys, it is so nice to see this firm be so successful today. Yeah. That's, that's the best hear. award. <laughs> and, um, okay, if you were to give advice to us young professionals or the youngins within the company today, um, who's looking to succeed within this industry, or I guess in the professional industry, what is the one advice that you would give them as, you know, something that you would tell your younger self if you go back in time? You know, we've we've had a lot of people come through this firm. And like I said, in those early days, there was an opportunity to do a number of things that may or may not have been in public practice. And of course, um, not everybody has stuck with public practice. Some have. Hard work and patience is the most important. Um, I think I think I think the world is moving so fast and we become very impatient with working hard and expect instant gratification mm -hmm. that guilty um, sometimes <laughs> it just it takes time <laughs> yeah well thank you so much Kevin like I know it's been so I guess rewarding listening to you know um, to your wise kind of like advice and everything as well in a sense that you know obviously hard work and patience and everything you've given us uh, spoke about today is proven success you know for you in your career um, I guess any other things you would like to add before we end the episode for today, just as a whole? No, but just if anybody wants to come and talk, um, my door's open at any time. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much, Kevin. Okay, thanks, Nung. Thank well, I hope you've all enjoyed this episode and found it motivating. If you have any questions for our partners or feedback, please feel free to email me directly at ntnguyen at smythecpa.com. Until next time, make sure to tune in each week on the Smythe Hub for upcoming episodes. Have a good one all.